The feel-good start to your day. This is Lee Faulkner. It's Triple M Breakfast. And this is your chance to catch up and maybe re-listen to something that you didn't quite hear the first time around or you heard that we'd done on the show and you thought, oh, I missed that. Well, this is your weekly catch-up and we're going to be popping this up on the listener app where you're listening to us right now uh, every Wednesday and we'll be recapping the last week of the show. Now, coming up, we've got supercar driver Chaz Mostert. We crossed live to Los Angeles as Dobbo. Well, just a bit of the action from the training camp for the Broncos. So we found out about a group of locals heading to Kokoda and uh, we got an incredible story from a bloke who has uh, been a recipient of uh, the program that they are raising money for here through the Lifeline Darling Downs. So we tackled a couple of topical topics and we gave a local school $1,000 to spend at Harvey Norman Toowoomba Computers. Uh, but let's kick it off. Uh, with uh, my chat, Chaz Mostert on his way to the Garden City for a special sportsman's dinner out at Clifford Park at Racecourse. And, uh, well, he had a bit to say in the lead-up to the Bathurst 500 about Will Brown. All tongue-in-cheek, of course. But, of course, as we know, it did end up backfiring on him. I know, like any competitor, you, you love to win. But having said that, no wins last season. But you must have been happy with the overall consistency because despite that, you still come fourth in the championship. Oh, you cut me deep there. Look, you knew the soft, soft spot there. I didn't get a win last year. I'm still stewing over that. So, um, yeah, look, we, we had a good consistent year, but yeah. there's no doubt about it. We want, to be, we want to be standing on the top step and we want to be trying to win championships um, as all the other 25 drivers in the category 26 or however many there is this year in the, in the category um, want to do. But, um, yeah, last year was a bit soft for me. I didn't, didn't quite get the win, but um, we tried real hard and, yeah, fourth in the championship was pretty good. I, just to mention it there, while well, I can have another dig just before the season starts. Yes. But Will, Will Brown only finished fifth in the championship. So if <laughs> anyone sees him out there in Toowoomba, um, if you could just let him know that, that would be really quite handy. <laughs> then it was off to LA to get the latest from our NRL sports guru, Dobbo, as he was on the junket of a lifetime. Yeah, this is Vegas week, and uh, I am in the United States of America where the mac cheese is the best I've ever tasted and the steak <laughs> is magnificent. But we've got a game of rugby league or two games of rugby league that have got to be played very shortly. And the big thing about it is we're all asking, will this, will this experiment work yes. in America? I think it will. I think it will. Um, look, I'm in L.A. at the moment where the Broncos are training, and we've got three teams here in L.A., the Roosters, South Sydney and the Broncos. Funny story, they all went and watched the Lakers play on Friday night and they all bumped into each other and there was three NRL teams standing out the front of Crypto Arena and no one batted an eyelid. No <laughs> yes. one batted an eyelid. Now, if you had three teams just standing around <laughs> casually talking anywhere in Australia, there'd be phones and people in America, in LA, no one knew who they were. They were all there to see LeBron. But look, the NRL are building something here. There's talk now of this new Super League competition that will start in 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 the United States in 2025. That's being looked at. Carl Stefanovic bought a share into one of the businesses. Yes. Brisbane radio personality Matty Acton popped in to tell us why he was taking on the Kokoda track for one of our local organisations and introduced us to a bloke who's been through the program here locally in Clayton. 
well, it, look, it's all for a great cause. It is. As well. It is. Um, and it's for the winter shelter here in Toowoomba, which is into its uh, fourth year yep. now. Um, and what it is raising money for is uh, to get a social worker into that program um, to help homeless people get out. of. I mean, anyone who lives here knows how brutal winter is yeah. in this city. Um, and there's people who are just trying to get warmth and, and shelter um, and get out of the cruelty of it, essentially. Mm. Um, and, and what is so great about the program as well is it's not just, you know, getting people in, helping them over winter, feeding them, and then off you go, we'll see you next year. Um, it's, it transforms lives. You know, there's people who found housing, turned their lives around, reconnected with family. Mm. Um, you know, they're helping them deal with actual issues, um, which changed their lives. Mm. Uh, it's run through Dar- the Lifeline Darling Downs in South West, which is uh, you know, somebody yeah. that we do a lot of things with and just another one of their fantastic initiatives. Uh, Clayton is joining us here this morning as well because, uh, Clayton, you've had first-hand experience of what the Winter Shelter does. Just give us a, a bit of an idea of your story and how you ended up uh, coming across the Winter Shelter. Yeah, I, um, I um, went through a... Marriage breakdown. Um, found found myself on the streets. Uh, was too proud to ask people if I could stay on the couch, that type of thing. Um, and over the years, you know, like the wife and I, mutual friends, so I didn't want to involve anybody in our relationship. So yeah, I found myself um, living on the streets rough, and I just couldn't get out of it. Hey, I was just I was I was stuck. It's a, it's, a, it's a vicious cycle, isn't it? Because yeah, well, yeah. once you get out there, it's very hard then to reverse that because everything that you need to do, they say, well, what's your permanent address? What have you got? You know, and yeah, you're in a yeah. situation where you don't have yeah, any well, of that. All yeah. of a sudden, you, you know, your life is turned upside down. Yeah, well, that's right. Even filling out for, you know, application for a house or something, like, you know, current address doesn't look real good putting on the streets, you know. Like, mm, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the... Um, it, then I got onto the window shelter and it just changed my life. Eh? It, it, it saved my life, to be honest. I was, just, I was just at a point where I just hated myself, hated everyone else. I just thought, what, wake up in the morning and it was just the same day. Hey? The great news is Clayton these days is now a counsellor for the winter shelter and is giving back to the program that literally saved his life. And if you check out the Darling Downs Lifeline social media pages and look under the winter shelter, uh, you'll find links to the Kokoda Trek and how you can donate. Uh, Then on Thursday, we tackled some topical topics and one that is of particular interest to women going to all of the concerts that are about at the moment. Big thanks to uh, Lily's Artisan and our guests as well, helping us to tackle the uh, topical topics from Zonta Garden City. Sonia Wood, good morning to you. Oh, uh, hang on. Anyway, I'll turn the other one on now. Oh, oh there you are. <laughs> Morning, oh, me. there we go. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> and Debbie Bailey. Uh, of course, we spoke too many times over uh, I mean, yeah. through Momentum Mental Health, and these days you're doing some stuff yourself and uh, and helping people in their uh, in their workplaces, which is wonderful. Yeah, absolutely, Lee. I love to talk about the four day week and improving productivity. So I love yeah, a four day a week one... too. <laughs> absolutely, we <laughs> oh. need to chat after this. Oh, I think. See you all Monday. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> okay, now let's uh, let's get into these because I uh, if you I mean you. 
you'd have to be under a rock not to know that there's some pretty big artists uh, around the place at the moment. Uh, one of the biggest uh, female uh, artists around the world is touring Australia at the moment. It's great to have Pink here. Uh, Taylor Swift's here as well. Uh, and as well as that, you've got the Goo Goo Dolls, you've got Matchbox 20, you've got Blink 182 the other night. It's just been absolutely massive. Uh, but the problem I'm seeing, which is popping up all over the place, and my wife and daughter, who were in Melbourne at Taylor Swift, uh, encountered a, a, at least one of these. And this is the blight for, unfortunately, only that side of the desk, not this side of the desk. <laughs> and that is... The restrooms, mm-hmm. going to the bathroom at these concerts, and my wife sent me a picture of the lineup uh, at the Taylor Swift. Ninety-five thousand people. What they did there, though, I will just say quickly, is that they had blocked off every second men's toilet, covered up the urinal, and just turned it into a ladies' toilet. I'd never seen that before, but she showed me the photos of that, and she was inside, and there, there was the urinal all covered nice. up, uh, and they were just getting on with their business and hopefully getting through the line a bit quicker. It is an unfortunate side, though, Sonia. I know you've been to many, many music festivals <laughs> yep. and concerts and things. Uh, how do you get around it? I mean, is there is there any way to get around it? Have you seen somewhere that's done something like that or something better to get this a solution to this problem? No, I've I've not seen a solution to it, Lee. And uh, as you say, lots of festivals that I've been to. Um, I'm not sure of the difference between a stadium and a festival, but festival organisers do seem to nail the number of toilets because they know the number of... You've got the open space. Open space. You've got the number of attendees and the ratio is pretty right, really. Um, Peak times, I suppose you do queue for a bit and us middle-aged women may not be able to wait too long. <laughs> yes, um, but yes. uh you know, I've um I've not been caught out so to speak. So, yep. uh yeah, so I I'm not sure of those big stadiums they they'd obviously have to um abide by state government regulations, wouldn't yeah. they? And that's I guess why they had to do the and it's not just Mild big concerts, too. I mean, it's, it's been highlighted because of the amount of concerts we've got yeah. at the moment. There's a lot of women that have been posting these, uh, these pictures. But uh, this is happening at, uh, you know, at the Easter show, the Royal Show, uh, you know, the Echo, or uh, yeah. wherever there might be a large crowd, there's always going to be a line at the ladies, uh, not so much at the blokes. Debbie, it's just unfortunate. It, it, and that's reality. And you know what? I actually think it's part of the experience because the conversations you have in the lineup are <laughs> ah. really quite incredible. The ones you have at 5 p.m. before the concert starts versus the ones you have at 9 p.m., <laughs> they're gold, absolute gold. So, look, I actually think it's just part of going to a festival, going to a concert. I was at Pink on Friday night and the yeah. same thing happened. They didn't close off um, the men's toilets, but yeah. the women took control and they actually started taking over some of the men's toilets, which was great on their part. Unfortunately, the men's toilets it's a setup, so there's a huge number of urinals and only a couple of cubicles. Yes. So it didn't help too much. But yep. you know what? My biggest bugbear is the quality of the toilet paper. Oh, tell me yes. about it. So oh, tell me. Yes. That's my number one thing. So I'm happy to have the conversation. And and, and I think they use half a ply at most of these exactly, uh, events. Exactly. I think it's 0.5. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I'd Dreadful. love them to address that. Yeah, they don't uh, They don't marry up to the, uh, the brake <laughs> test, do they? Uh, not at all. Uh, <laughs> And then we let one of our local schools know that they were the recipient of $1,000 to go and spend at Harvey Norman Toowoomba Computers, part of our Weather Kid Wednesdays. Now, earlier this month, Bridget popped in and uh, she was, uh, well, she really loves her school, I've got to say, but in particular, one part of the school. Um, I love that we have a pool and we have the opportunities that not many other people have. That is Bridget, who loves the pool and loves the opportunities that she gets 
at the Nobby State School. And I'm thrilled to say they are our winners for this month. And Gemma Thorpe is the principal and joins me for breakfast this morning. Good morning, Gemma. Good morning. Congratulations. Thank you so much. We're so excited. <laughs> Were you guys, uh, did you hear Bridget? She was a superstar doing the weather here. She was a superstar. She was. <laughs> now, that means that you guys get $1,000 to spend at Harvey Norman Toowoomba Computers, an exciting decision to be made now as to what happens with that money. I know. What a wonderful problem to have on our hands. It's not every day you get faced with something like that, is it? <laughs> exactly right. Well, thank you for sending one of your students our way. Uh, we loved having Bridget in here. So we're going to come out and say good day to you guys a little bit later on this morning and bring out the cheque for the $1,000 to go and spend at Harvey Norman to Wilma Computers. Yes, thank you so much. We're looking forward to welcoming you to Nobby. It'll be great. Tell us a little bit about Nobby State School. Uh, it's, I mean, I'm assuming it's one of the state schools that's been around for a little while. It has. We celebrated our 125th a couple of years ago, um, which was a wow. great celebration for the school and the community. Um, it's a beautiful little school. We have 54 children, um, wonderful staff, great community super spot to come to work every day. I'm a lucky lady. Oh, it sounds like it. Just fantastic. And I can only imagine with a school like that size, so you have wonderful involvement with your community and with your, your parents as well. Yes. Yep. We have a very supportive parent body here who um, come along and help out with a million and one different things, which is wonderful. <laughs> well, we can't wait to come out and say good day and have a look at your beautiful school there. We'll be out at Nobby State School a little bit later on this morning, bringing out that big check for $1,000 to spend at Harvey Norman Toowoomba Computers. Thank you to uh, Gus and the team out there for uh, letting us do this again. And we'll see you guys out at Nobby State School a little later this morning. Well, there's a little bit of what you've missed over the last week on Lee Faulkner on 864-Triple-M, and we hope that you can join us weekday mornings between 5.30 and 9. You can stream it live right here on the Listener app where you'll find a whole host of other great stuff for you to get involved in, and every week your chance to catch up on what we get up to here on the show on our little catch-up podcast. We'll talk to you next time.